0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into Senior Living Live. My name is Melissa. We hope you had a wonderful holiday season with your friends and family. It's great to see you, as always, back here with us as we prepare for our first webinar of 2022. Now, it's a topic we have not discussed yet, but it is an important one. Adults with aging parent drivers, is it safe for my elderly parents to drive? That is a wonderful question, and somebody who's going to help us answer some of those questions that you may have regarding this topic is Matt Gerwell, the program director and founder of the Beyond Driving with Dignity program. He joins me now. Matt, happy holidays. How are you?
1: Thank you, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Happy New Year to you as well.
0: Absolutely. And we're just uh, thankful that you took some time uh, out of this busy holiday season to join us to give us a little bit of a preview of what this is about. I think the title really says it all. Um, But first, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and this particular program.
1: Great. I'd love to, Melissa. My name is Matt Gerwell, as you said. Uh, Geographically, I personally am in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Made Cleveland my home. Uh, Not not a lot of folks can say that. But uh, I'm a retired Ohio State Trooper. And I saw throughout my career, Melissa, that there was a problem, a void in the system, so to speak, on what we do with older drivers that maybe shouldn't be driving any longer. And I'm not talking about all older drivers because many of them are still excellent drivers and will be for many years to come still. Uh, But certainly we'd all agree that there's a component of them, a small population, a small subset of them that have lost their ability to remain safe behind the wheel either due to cognitive uh, diminishment or some type of physical uh, uh, slippage or both. Uh, physical and cognitive. So what we did was when I retired from the Highway Patrol, I started this uh, what we call now a self-assessment program, where we sit down with the older driver, uh, meet with him or her at at, uh, their home, at the convenience of their own kitchen table. I like to think it's probably the most comfortable place in the world for them. And we go through a session together and then we help the older driver make the right decision about their driving future. And that can be anything from Mr. Smith, I think you're doing a great job, call us back if anything changes, to the other extreme that Mr. Smith, I, I don't think you should continue driving.
0: Yeah, and I, I think this is great because it, it brings in sort of a neutral third party right, um, and, and it, it sort of takes that burden off of, of the family members who have some concerns, um, and that leads me really to my next question, and that is you know I talk to seniors a lot, <laughs> have a lot of really in depth conversations with them, um, many of them can still drive and they really hold on to that ability just dearly. It's something that they covet because it allows them true freedom um, to come and go as they please. And they feel that once that goes away, that that freedom will go away as well. So how does one begin to have that conversation with a loved one?
1: Right. Well, we uh, as far as this program goes, Melissa, uh, speaking about this program specifically, you know, it's called Beyond Driving with Dignity for a Reason. And our goal is to not only help the older driver make the right decision, which may be a very difficult decision, and that is that of uh, driving cessation, but also to help them maintain their dignity, their pride, and their independence through what can be one of life's most difficult transitions, and that is that of uh, driving retirement. But there are all sorts of uh, ways that we can help the older driver maintain both their dignity and their independence. And it all starts with, just like your uh, question um, uh, prefaces, with how to address the issue with mom or dad. And we we talk a lot about and we stress a lot about using the right terms. Don't tell mom and dad you're going to take the car or the keys from them. That would uh, That's uh, starting the whole conversation off on the wrong foot. It needs to be that mom or dad, I'm concerned about um, your driving and then uh, support that with facts. And here's why I say that. Here's why we children think that maybe your driving is in question and then provide them with specific examples. Many of these individuals, Melissa, as you well know, have been driving for uh, many, 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 uh, not only years, but decades, and and oftentimes they never have had a traffic accident. They never have been cited by the police, and all of those uh, 50-plus years of driving, and so now comes along a younger generation telling him or her that they shouldn't be driving any longer, so they're actually, in my opinion, owed an explanation as to tell me why you think that, and then it's important too to offer them alternatives. Mom, I don't want you to lose your independence just because you're making a difficult decision to give up driving. You, uh, you know, coming from law enforcement, I like to say the person shouldn't be uh, placed under house arrest just because they uh, did the right thing and gave up driving. So they need, we as a family need to provide them with ways and alternatives and options so that they can maintain their independence uh, through this difficult time.
0: Yeah, and I wanna talk more about those in a minute, but, but first, you know, you you have to start with from somewhere, right, to to be able to even have that conversation. Something is happening that is leading you to worry about your loved one. So, if somebody's watching this particular preview for your webinar and they say, "You know what, my, my mom and dad, a little concerned about their driving," what are some things that that you want people to look for that that will lead them to believe it is time to have that conversation?
1: Sure, there are. First of all, I, uh, to back that up even one step further. Those conversations should start today, regardless of where your mother or father are in the safe driving continuum. Hopefully, today they are excellent drivers, they may be uh, getting a bit older, as we all are, but they their driving might be fine. Now is the ideal time to start talking to them about driving. Uh, you know we it's not uncommon to turn on the evening news and see a story where a, a local resident left to get a loaf of bread and they found them four days later you know halfway across the country. Now's the time to talk to mom about that and say mom this, uh, this person had a problem, and it looks like they probably shouldn't have been driving. I hope that you listen to us children and and the others, the doctors, the medical professionals, when someone suggests to you that it might be time uh, to step away from driving. So I think for all of us, those kids need to be greased now, today, uh, just so that you're comfortable talking to mom or dad about the driving issue. So if and when the day does come where it's time to step the uh, uh, the tone of that conversation up a little bit. Um, that Again, we're ready to do that. The door's already been opened. Um, I encourage families to, as I just said, to cite current news events uh, and use that as an icebreaker to talk to mom or dad about maybe the day will come when uh, you can no longer drive. You know, for folks diagnosed with uh, uh, in all, any type of dementia, particularly Alzheimer's disease, that's a disease that's progressive in nature. With the early onset of dementia, uh, you're probably still okay to continue driving, but it's going to progress. So if your loved one has been diagnosed with dementia, again, they may be fine to continue driving today, but now's the time to talk to them about how this disease is progressive and the day will come where it's simply no longer safe to continue driving.
0: Yeah, and that goes along really with everything else we we sort of hear from professionals just like yourself when it comes to senior living, and that is just don't wait until there's an emergency. That is not the time to have any of these conversations, whether it's driving, whether it's senior living, just don't wait. Um, Have those conversations early while they still have a choice in the matter. Yeah, absolutely. I
1: I heard a saying one time that said Americans would rather take painkillers than vitamins. And we're trying, we're trying to kind of reverse that, you know, be proactive, take the take steps now. I encourage folks, again, regardless of where they're at on the safe driving continuum, to expose themselves to what transportation options are available in their particular community. Now, Melissa, we've got Uber and Lyft that we didn't have even 10 years ago. So all of us can have uh, pretty much their own driver, um, you know, show up at at 2 a.m. If you decide you want to go to Walmart and do some shopping, uh, you can call for a ride. Now, uh, it used to be that uh, to use to call for an Uber ride. You had to have two things. You had to have a smartphone, uh, which a lot of times older adults do not have, nor do they want. And you had to have the Uber app. Uh, So uh, Uber pieced together that we're missing out on on a tremendous business opportunity because a lot of older drivers, older adults that might need rides can't access our service because they didn't have the smartphone. Uh, So now they've developed a program, a platform called gogograndparent.com, which allows anybody to call for an Uber ride with even the old uh, flip style uh, cell phone. It doesn't have to be a smartphone any longer. So, and there's all sorts of public transportation options available to us. Um, a lot of times, uh, a local um, religious institution, whether it's a synagogue, or a church, uh, uh, whatever it happens to be, uh, provides some in-house transportation. A lot of times, doctor's offices do. And of course, Uh, care facilities uh, oftentimes do as well. So there's all sorts of options out there. I want to say again, as part of this program, no one should lose their independence just because uh, they retired from driving.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And and you answer that question about the different options and and approved by a a former Ohio State state trooper. So um, Ohio uh, State Troopers, so thank you so much for um, giving some of those options, and I think that even if somebody is unable to make your webinar, or they can ask questions uh, to you directly um, on January 6th, that they will certainly get some tips from this particular video, and that's what this is all about. So uh, now, finally, if someone is watching and they want to get in touch with you right now, or they have additional questions just based on this video, how can they do that?
1: Right. Well, we have representatives across the United States, uh, Senior Care Authority, and uh, our uh, representatives or our franchise owners are experts in uh, elder care care consulting and placement service, residential placement services, but they are also trained and certified in this Beyond Driving with Dignity program. So you can either uh, visit the seniorcareauthority.com website to learn more about this program. Particular program, or we have a uh, sub website if you want to call it that, and and it's beyond driving with dignity.com. Again, it's beyond driving with dignity.com, or you can always call at 877 907 8841. Again, it's 877 907 8841.
0: Perfect. And then you will, of course, be available during your webinar for questions for our viewers, and we love that so much, Matt. As far as today, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us.
1: Thank you for having me, Melissa.
0: Yeah. And we also, of course, want to thank you in advance uh, for your time uh, with our viewers for your upcoming webinar, January 6th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. It's called Adults with Aging Drivers. Is it safe for elderly parents to drive? Uh, Don't forget to register. You can do that over at www.seniorlivinglife.com. We look forward to seeing you then. Thank you.